0: Let's head back to the FMB Stadium now with less than 10 minutes to go. Mo Ali, did I see the ball in the back of the net a few moments ago but there's no score on the scoreboard?
1: It was in the back of the net and that man once again, Tefu Mashamaiti, showing how dangerous he is from set pieces but uh, correctly ruled offside by uh, the linesman on the right-hand side and uh, Kaiser Chiefs uh, fans not too happy but uh, correctly, as I said, ruled offside and Mashamaiti once again showing how dangerous he is at set pieces and just a step ahead of the uh, Platinum Stars defences, the ball was floated in towards that penalty area by C.P. with Shabalala. They really are a dangerous combination, Shabalala and Bashamayki at set pieces. And it is uh, once again, Shabalala will take a free kick uh, for Kaiser Chiefs. We are into the last eight minutes of uh, it, of extra time. And uh, Shabalala from virtually a similar position that uh, they uh, scored from last week against Ajax Cape Town with a header. It's uh, Shabalala who will float the free kick, but uh, the referee, just as he's about to unleash the shot, uh, sees something in the defense there. A bit of argy-bargy between Masha Mighty and Elazar Rogers, who's been tasked to uh, to, to mark the uh, Kaiser Chiefs captain and uh, Devo Mashamaiti, of course is a danger man so he can expect lots of close attention And we've also seen uh, the goalkeeper Mponshani coming off his line to try and nullify that threat and uh, they do get away the uh, free kick and in fact uh, the referee towards uh, the free kick to uh, Platinum Stars as a result of an infringement in that uh, crowded penalty area and uh, now just seven and a half minutes away from a penalty shootout and uh, probably what uh, Platinum Stars uh, would uh, Favour more than uh, Kaiser Chiefs would have expected to win this game Inside the uh, 90 minutes or at least inside extra time They still have an opportunity to do that But uh, time uh, running out with uh, 7.5 minutes uh, to go And uh, Kaiser Chiefs second successive draw for them ahead of the Soweto Derby next Saturday. Certainly wouldn't uh, sit well with their fans who come to expect uh, their team to win every game. Now, given their imperious form during the course of uh, this season, but, uh, it's platinum stars who've defended resolutely and uh, when Chiefs have had the opportunities, they've, uh, unfortunately for them and their fans, have uh, missed uh, those opportunities. Kingston Carter, the uh, culprit-in-chief with uh, two very good opportunities one in the first half and uh, one in the second first half uh, firing a shot uh, from a narrow angle but a uh, kind of shot that he should make the goalkeeper work uh, at uh, saving it and uh, hit the side netting there and uh, also in the uh, second half a free header uh, that went wide as we are now into 7 minutes less than seven minutes, six and a half minutes uh, to go a throw into uh, Platinum Stars who've uh, made two changes as well with Joseph Bagnani coming on for Ndumiso Mabena and uh, Robert Ngambi making way for Mukokolodi Ngele so uh, both coaches still have uh, one substitution up their sleeves if they choose to make it as it's uh, Sipewe Shabalala now will turn back uh, to Gaka uh, just outside his penalty, area, plays it up towards the halfway line, good header away by uh, Tabisa Semenya, free kick though, awarded by uh, the referee, quickly taken as the uh, Kaiser Chiefs try and up the pace of this game in the last uh, six minutes or so as it's uh, Sepo Masilela, down the left-hand side, we'll play it infield to Mandla Masango back to uh, Masilela again, no way forward, good closing down by uh, Platinum Stars on that right-hand side, through uh, Letladi Madubanya, and free uh, kick once again this time uh, on the other end of the pitch in virtually a similar position to uh, the one we saw just a minute ago from Superior uh, Shabalala and uh, once again some defending to be done by uh, the Platinum Stars who uh, have done very well indeed to keep uh, Kaiser Chiefs scoreless and uh, Chiefs uh, have not been scoreless uh, for all of the 15 games that they've played thus far this season and uh, it is uh, Shabalala who will once again try and uh, float that ball into the danger zone and once again the key man to mark is uh, Masha Mighty into that penalty area once again Masha Mighty well well marked indeed by uh, Tsepho Gomedi this time as it's the Celuniani who kicks uh, an it over- kick in towards that penalty area still Chiefs on the attack as it's uh, Shabalala now down the right hand side once again it's uh, Gapja trying to float it in towards the penalty area but uh, once again very good marking indeed by Platinum Stars so five minutes away from a penalty shootout at the FNB Stadium it's Kaiser Chief now Platinum Stars now
0: thank you very much Moli we'll come back to you for the conclusion of that match but penalties looming it uh, could be a very exciting finish uh, at the FNB Stadium this afternoon talking of big stadiums I mentioned at the beginning uh, of the show today I'm pretty excited to welcome our next guests into studio uh, and there's going to be something happening uh, at Loftus-Fashfeld on the 1st of November that uh, I'll find out in a moment if it's been done before at Loftus But uh, and I also want to find out how the rugby faithful feel about this one but it's pretty exciting uh, motocross coming to Loftus-Fashfeld and it's great to be able to welcome into the studio today three guests uh, commentator Laren van der uh, Supercross fanatics Grant uh, Freirex and Joshua M- uh Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to pop into us here today. Let me start with you first, uh, Laren. With regards to this uh, Supercross sort of event that's taking place at Loftus-Fashfield, it's in a massive stadium. Uh, obviously, it's, it's enclosed. It's going to be really exciting. Tell us what we in store for for this uh, this event that's taking place. It's the uh, Monster Energy Supercross Africa, 1st of November
2: 2014. Oh, that's correct. It's... Uh if you can imagine the the most insane thing you can do on a motorbike, you've, you've seen that the guys doing backflips and doing all sorts of things like that. Now I'll throw that into a racing environment where guys are banging bars, they're jumping over each other's heads, knocking each other out of the way. It's the most incredible thing you can witness and right in front of your eyes in a stadium. So I think we're, we're looking forward to a great event. Has it been done in a stadium in South Africa before? Um, It hasn't been done in uh, the modern stadiums, so to speak The last time we had stadium racing was back in the 80s In the old Kings Park Stadium, Mm -hmm. which is now Moses Stadium And that was pretty much the last time So it's been a good, what's that, 20, 30 years since I
0: I remember seeing something I don't want to say it's similar Because it's a different sport But
2: where where a whole
0: bunch of dirt Got pulled into a stadium And if I recall correctly It was Ellis Park And they turned it into a golf course A little golf course How did the rugby fans feel about you Hauling in all the sand uh, and, And creating a Supercross
2: well, fortunately with Loftus First Felt, it's, uh, at this stage of the year, there's some rehabilitation going on with the grass. So the grass actually gets removed. So it couldn't be better timing. And uh, a good time to bring in some dirt, turn it around. The stadiums need the business. Mm. So it's something different. And believe it or not, the Loftus uh, Faithfuls were the first ones to buy out all the tickets. I think some, some 5,000 of them that usually watch rugby are going to be in there watching Supergrass.
0: That is fantastic. Let me bring two of the riders in who, who are going to be taking part on, on the 1st of uh, November. Larry in front of van Days. Uh, and Joshua Malimi Laren, let me let me chat to you first. How, uh, where did your journey into uh, into uh, not Laren, sorry, Grant uh, Fredericks I just spoke to you <laughs> Laren, My bad, uh, Grant. Where, where did where did your sort of journey into Supercross start?
3: Um, well, my journey into Supercross is only just beginning. This is my first time okay. ever ever racing in a Supercross event. I've been racing motocross since I was two years old or three years old. On I started out on quads, and yeah, I mean, all of us. Yeah, in South Africa, I've been dreaming about this day to be able to race inside a stadium and race against international guys on a supercross track. I mean, it really is a dream come true for all of us.
0: You look pretty young. How old are you? I'm um, 22. You're 22. The gentleman sitting next to you looks even younger. Uh, Josh, welcome on to SAFM Sports Special. You are younger. You, you're the youngest participant taking part on, on the 1st of, of November. How old are you?
4: 15.
0: 15. You looking forward to, to this event?
4: Yeah, I'm really excited uh racing a stadium for the first time. It's going to be big. Well,
0: how did you get into the sport?
4: Uh, well, it started off with my dad. Uh he was passionate about the sport and then I used to go watch him on the si- uh in the sidelines and this is what I wanted to do. So, yeah, from my dad.
0: H- how long have you been riding for?
4: Uh I started when I was 6.
0: Okay, so so nine years now, and and pretty excited to be taking part in in this event that's taking place at Loftus. I see there's a minute left on the clock at FNB Stadium. Let's head back there now quickly to Mo Ali and get the conclusion of this second period of extra time. Mo, penalties look like they're definitely on the cards.
1: Penalties looming large, but... uh... Platinum Stars have been committing numbers forward and uh, nearly a minute ago, Elazar Rogers uh, managing to thread a pass through into a danger zone and some very good defending preventing that from happening. But they certainly sense that uh, perhaps they can catch uh, Chiefs with a sucker punch uh, towards the end of this game. But uh, just under 30 seconds remaining now plus probably a minute of uh, stoppage time at the end of the 120 minutes. And you, you would fancy that a penalty shootout would be the safe bet uh, as uh, Madlama masango goes down with an injury. We are nearly at the end of the 30 minutes of uh, stoppage time and uh, penalties looming ever larger. Remember it was at this stage of the competition last season that Platinum Stars eliminated Kaiser Chiefs by a goal to nil going on to win the tournament when they beat Orlando Pirates in the final. Can they do the same thing again? Can Lightning strike twice uh, for Platinum Stars against Kaiser Chiefs in the Telcom knockout? One minute of stoppage time has been added by uh, the referee, and I'm sure Alan Fries will be the happier of uh, the two coaches because uh, his team have had some wretched form in the uh, last month or so where they really have uh, not been able to buy a goal. And uh, now, in fact, uh, <laughs> the goals that they've scored... In the previous round, uh, when they beat Chepper United by a goal, it was an own goal. They've been uh, lucky to profit from one or two own goals as well in uh, their uh, drawn games. They've had two drawn games, and the one win that they had against Chepper United in the previous round was as a result of an own goal. As uh, Eliza Rogers now in possession for Platinum Stars, but he gives it away We're into the final 10 seconds now of stoppage time. Can Kaiser Chiefs snatch a dramatic late, late winner as uh, it falls to George Labise who strikes, but uh, doesn't get a proper Connection. It does go behind for a corner, though, and uh, that's surely, in fact, uh, not given by uh, the referee. And Stuart Baxter not very really happy with the <laughs> decision of the referee there. Uh, it would be the dramatic last corner for Platinum Stars to defend, and uh, they will make a final third and final substitution. World Kaiser Chiefs, and uh, probably with penalties in mind as well. Uh, Siboniso Gaka going off and uh, being replaced by Choto Moleko making a reappearance uh, for Kaiser Chiefs in the right back position and uh, maybe he's uh, a good penalty taker at practice sessions and uh, that's the reason why he's coming on very late in the game and there it is the uh, final whistle Kaiser Chiefs being held to a second successive draw in uh football in South Africa after going uh, on a run of 13 straight victories they were held to a draw in midweek by Morocco Wallers and now again held to a draw this time by Platinum Stars in the Telecom Knockout and uh, we await now the drama of uh, the penalty shootout, Brilliant Kuzwayo was instrumental in kind that winning the MTN8 can he do the same in guiding his team to a place in the semi-final where yeah, the teams already there are Mamalodi Sundowns, Orlando Pirates and Supersport United, we'll be back the penalty shootout.
0: Thank you very much, Mo. The lottery about to begin at the FNB Stadium. Who will it be? We'll cross over for the last few penalties of that shootout uh, here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Uh, but deadlock, nil all after 120 minutes of football. We've been chatting about uh, the Monster Energy Supercross Africa that's taking place on the 1st of November 2014 at Loftus Faz-Felt, uh, the greatest Supercross event ever staged in Africa, and uh, we chatted to Larry in front of Estes and Grant Ferris and Joshua Mlimi Larry you were telling me that uh, this is probably the, the biggest event ever to take place not just in Africa but uh, ever as far as the Supercross event goes Tell us, tell us why
2: well, I think this time um, Supercross globally has taken quite a big uh, step forward. It's uh, one of the most watched sports in America. They fill out stadiums all all over there. Um, it's very big now in France and the rest of Europe, Australia. It's getting big. So it's about time Africa embraced it. Mm. And uh, together with Monster Energy and obviously all the support sponsors, they put up a massive prize fund of fifty thousand dollars. So that alone becomes one of the biggest uh, prize funds for motorsport in Africa ever really for the guys to go and race for so I think it's been marketed well I think that is the step motorsports also taken recently from an amateur level to to pro ranks now really and not only in terms of riding but administration and marketing so yeah we're going forward
0: 50,000 US dollars prize purse I'm guessing
2: we're going to have a lot of international riders out (laughs) that's right they've come running to this event (laughs) Um, and some big names as well Um, to walk away with uh, 30,000 20, 30,000 I think it is for first there's a healthy uh, Paypal I think for for a weekend's riding, and uh, yeah, we've brought in some big international names. Uh, Jake Weimer being one of them, a very very good American rider, just finished in the top ten of uh, the, the Monster Cup in Las Vegas. Um, we've got uh, riders, good riders from Europe too, and Australia. Some dark horse that in my, in my book from uh, the UK, Adam Chatfield. So they've come running in their droves. So around about 15 or so international riders, all of them of major major stature. And
0: as far as the South Africans go, I mean, we've obviously got two youngsters in studio with us here today. I mean, the, the, the standard of, of Supercross in South Africa, there was a heyday in the 1980s where, where we did produce some some great, uh, great riders. We've produced multiple world champions over the years.
2: Where, where's things standing now in the sport in South Africa? Um, I would say it's been a while since we've had internationals here, and most of the young riders that have any form of talent uh, tend to head overseas. And uh, this is a great thing now to keep, Talent in the country I think that's what it's all about I think in all sports here Is to find a way To keep the talent here Um, And uh, the international riders Are going to be coming I think it's going to be A big learning curve For the South Africans It's been a while Since we've had Supercross uh, In South Africa And in Africa Um, But uh, who knows, we've got, uh, you know South Africans We die hard, so we see it in all forms of sport. Uh, They will dig, they'll bleed They'll do whatever it takes to make sure they don't shame themselves And step up uh, against the internationals Josh, for
0: you, youngest competitor, 15 years old Are you intimidated at all by by some of these big names That uh, Laren just mentioned that that are coming out?
4: Uh, Just a little bit Um, I've got nothing to lose Uh, I'm just going to go out there, do what I do best
0: What are you hoping to achieve out of this?
4: Uh, qualifying will be the first thing And then Yeah, I'll just see where I can finish
0: Fantastic It's it's quite a physically demanding sport Grant, you were just telling me While we were catching up The last few minutes of the football there That you, you were pretty sporty growing up You played rugby You were you were into rowing as well and, and this is the most physically demanding thing You've ever done?
3: Yeah, absolutely I mean, like I said to you I played rugby pretty much all through school I did rowing all through school And Nothing will ever compare to, to the, the amount of work you have to put into to be good at the sports. I mean, if you're not training every single day in the gym, on the bike, putting 100% effort in, you're not going to do well. That's just the the fact of the, of, the, of the matter. The sport is so physically demanding and yeah, if you're not putting in the work in, you're not going to get the results, and that's, yeah, just how it is.
0: Larry mentioned the South Africans, uh, just just our, our sort of nature, and we, we die hard and never give up, and I think that the word you used will be bleeding. It's quite a, quite a dangerous sport. There's obviously lots of risks to it. How do, how do you mitigate those risks?
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, the, I mean, with every sport you do, everything comes with a risk, and uh, all of us put our bodies on the line, and it's because we want to do it, and we, we know that, that there's risks involved, but it doesn't really bother us. I mean, you get injured, you heal up, and you start start from the bottom again. Work your way up, and just just try to stay as healthy as possible. I mean, it's it's not about if you're gonna break a bone; it's when you're gonna break your next <laughs> bone. That's that's really how it is. How many have you broken? I've lost counts. I've, <laughs> I'm definitely in the teens.
0: Josh, how many how many bones have you broken doing this? Two. O- only two Only yeah. two It's usually <laughs> a youngsters. It's lots of time I'm sure uh, It's not going to happen On the 1st of November Of that I'm, I'm convinced I think we're in For an amazing Amazing weekend Of racing uh, Laren are, are tickets still available Can people get their Hand on tickets Or is the thing
2: Sold out already No, I'm sure it's pretty close to sold out, but uh, ticketpro.co.za and uh, go and grab a ticket there and uh, make sure you don't miss this, like we said, the biggest event in Africa, and it's a must-see for everyone.
0: Explain to me the setup of this track within the stadium. How's it going to work? Will it just be on the the grass patch in front, or is it going to be going up the side? What's what's
2: the story? Uh, Pretty much on the grass patch that you see in front of you. uh, One of the international track builders, Justin Barkley, will be here to build that track, so it is of international standards. Um, but very spectacular If you, Mostly they're in the air Then they're on the ground So you're going to see motorcycles flying Doing all sorts of rhythms And uh, a lot of crashes Let's hope it's none of the South Africans But that's just the nature of the sport So yeah, very exciting uh,
0: What's the format of the racing? Explain it to someone who, who's never been to one of these things I love the fact that it's happening in a stadium I mean, Supercross and that's generally quite spectator friendly But this is going to be unbelievably spectator friendly Because you, you're basically sitting on top of the action Explain to us how the racing is going to work And progress over the weekend
2: well, we've got uh, around about 46 riders that are arriving at Loftus uh, for the weekend, but uh, only space for 40 of them. So they will go through a, a time qualifying process just to get down to that final 40, and make sure we got the best of the best on the line. I'm pretty sure all the internationals will get through. Um we'll just iron out a few of those uh, South Africans that aren't necessarily on, uh, on par or in the top 40. They will go through some more qualifiers and work their way out from there. But those qualifiers will be in front of the crowd from the time we've eliminated the, those final six. But um, then we'll work our way to the final, and uh, let's hope we've got a good few South Africans in the final because that's where the big money is. That we do, Josh. Just to to wrap up for you as as far as the sport goes, first
0: of November's uh, what's on your radar right now? But what do you hope to achieve in the sport of Supercross? I, I mean, at the end of your career one day, and you look back, where where do you hope you get to?
4: Um, I just want to be successful. Uh, um, I've achieved a lot uh, as I'm 15 now, and I'm hoping to achieve a lot more. Um, yeah, I just want little kids to look up to me, and yeah.
0: <laughs> it's also, I mean, let's let, let's be honest. It's it's not a, a cheap sport. It's it's difficult to get into and and that sort of thing. Uh, how do you find that? I mean, financing this thing as as a fifteen year old. Your dad's obviously very passionate about this sport, but uh, it it must be a difficult to 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 keep the finances up and and keep this thing going.
4: Um. I've I've been fortunate. Uh, I've I've had a great sponsor. Well, I still have a great sponsor that's backing me, and I'm really thankful. And without him, I don't think I'd be here.
0: Brilliant. Grant for you long term. I mean, what are your goals with the sport?
3: Well, for me, actually, the last two years I've been very quiet in the sports. I've I've started studying and I work as well. So you know, I find it hard to to find time to put in the effort that you have to to be to be a good competitor. I mean, there's there's guys that are like I say riding their bike every day and. It's, it's, hard, it's hard when you go go to a race and you've been working and studying all week and you must try to race with the guys. Mm. So, so it becomes dangerous if you try to ride the speeds that you're used to and, and your body can't really handle it. So, yeah, the last two years I've taken a bit quiet, but I couldn't turn down the opportunity to race inside a stadium. I mean, it's something all of us have been dreaming about our whole lives and... Yeah, it's going to be a great event. I can't wait to get out there.
0: Fantastic. Just to wrap things up, Laren, is there a
2: website that people can get to if they want to find out more online? Yes, supercrossafrica.com, and uh, all the information's there about the riders, about the event, how it works, and, of course, where you can get your tickets. Fantastic. All taking place on the 1st of November. It's the uh, Monster Energy Supercross Africa,
0: Uh, $50,000 up for grabs. It's going to be huge. 40,000 spectators, 3,000 tonnes of dirt to build that track. Make sure you're there. It's going to be awesome. Just looking at that penalty shootout, uh, six penalties so far. Every one of them landed. So uh, we are down to crunch time. Mo Ali, uh, let's see who wins this one.
1: Well, could we go into a sudden death as well? Remember that uh, Liverpool penalty shootout in the League Cup in the previous round when they went to uh, against Middlesbrough, I think it was, to a 14-13 in the <laughs> penalty shootout. And the way the penalties have been taken in uh, the shootout, the goalkeeper's not even coming close. It's all very well taken penalties, as it's uh, Seppogomedes sends the goalkeeper the wrong way. 4-3, to platinum stars. Platinum stars do have the advantage in that they're taking their penalties first, which means that every time they score, the pressure automatically shifts onto Kaiser Chiefs uh, to get back on level terms in the uh, penalty shootout so goals being the penalties being scored by Buyomere, Eliza Rogers Moholori Ngeri and now Sepo Gomere for Kaiser Chiefs it was uh, Madla Masango Sipiwe Shabalala and uh, Khotso Moleko who came on just a minute before the end of uh, the ex- end of extra time especially to come and take his penalty and he duly obliged and now it is George Lebese who will step up to take penalty number four for Kaiser Chiefs Short uh, little run-up uh, for Lebesse, and strike! oh, and saved, what a save, not the best of penalties by George Lebesse, and now Platinum Stars have the opportunity, they score this uh, fifth and final penalty, to go through to the semi-finals and eliminate Kaiser Chiefs from the Telcom knockout at the same stage for the second season in succession and the last season at this stage it was Chiefs who prevailed in a penalty shootout against the Free State Stars could the tide be turning against Amakosi not the best of penalties it must be said taken by uh, George Lebese, very close to the goalkeeper Mponciani who uh, didn't have to dive too far and now it will be the... Uh, penalty for Platinum Stars and uh, can they score from this and uh, go through, it looks like Mpeta to take this uh, penalty and he scores! Platinum Stars are through into the uh, bottom left hand corner of uh, the net of brilliant Cuduayo and uh, brilliant it was by Platinum Stars because they've netted all five of their penalties, the uh, penalty by George here being saved by Mponchani and Platinum Stars have uh, finally ended. That's one of defeats against the uh, Kaiser chiefs although technically this game will go down as a draw, but uh, in the penalty shoot...